Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn and this is Rewilding. It's a new moon in Libra happening on the 25th of September. It is a really amazing mystical soulmate, rebalancing, harmonizing, really yummy lunation cycle, um, especially over this new moon. I don't have much that I want to share up front. I kind of cover everything in the episode. Um, maybe just an invite to come hang out in the Facebook group. It's gotten very, very chatty since our last episode on masculine evolution and since the challenge is coming up, which is the big, beautiful, free, rewilding experience going on for four days, and it would be beautiful to share that. But the Facebook group is just really some amazing stuff is being shared in there. Some really powerful articles, some super thought-provoking questions and conversations. Um, and if you've been part of that, I just want to say thank you. Like, thank you for really bringing community vibe into that particular space. And if you're not part, come hang out or check it out. Um, yeah, it's kind of blowing me away at the moment. All right, without further ado, enjoy this new moon episode. We have another mystical lunation cycle headed our way with this new moon in Libra happening on September 25th. I feel like this moon might feel like a reprieve for many of us, like a time to recharge, a time to rest, a time to recuperate, a time where we feel into magic again. <laughs> I love the lineups happening in this particular lunation cycle, love what's happening right around this new moon, and I'm gonna talk about that. My aim in this conversation and this video is to give you tangible stuff to feel into. Now, the best way to go through this video would be to open your heart, <laughs> open up to deeper intuition. Um, I love diving into astrology that goes beyond the veils. And this is a new moon that's taking us well beyond the veils. And I want to go there. But in order to really receive some of the energetics that I'd love to open the door to, it requires us to listen with our hearts, listen with our bodies, listen with our bellies, listen with our intuition, and not let the mind diminish um, mystical truths or insights and wisdom that come from beyond the veils, right? So if you've been hanging out for a little bit, we've been using this term mystical madness. And I've been loving our last couple of episodes where we just go for it. And so that's my aim is to just keep really going for it, really going for it. So it's not this just mundane. Of course, it's, it's really going for it, and then embodying it and bringing it into our lives. So no pressure then on my part, right? To open these doors, talk beyond the veils, get really mystical, give us everything that we can. I mean, this is gonna be talking about soulmates, right? It's gonna be talking about soul retrieval and self. These are some of the more esoteric things on offer, and I wanna go there. I really wanna go there with us in this conversation. Uh, I kind of feel like that's my unique uh, I don't know, just just where I can best serve in astrology conversations is really a more energetic space, a more mystical viewpoint on things. And so 
with that, let's kind of put our mystic hats on and <laughs> dive into the beauty that is this new moon. All right, before I do that, really, really quickly, I wanna just share that if you hang out with us on Instagram, we have two accounts on Instagram, Rewilding for Women and Rewilding with Sabrina Lynn. We've also got the same thing going on on Facebook. We will never, 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 never say that we wanna do a psychic reading for you. We will never reach out, we will never DM you unless you've sent us a message about something and we're responding to you. We will never chase you down. We don't do one-on-ones, we don't do psychic readings, we don't do astrology readings, we don't do any of that stuff. So just please know there are a lot of fake accounts out there right now. We're getting tons and tons of messages. Um, so. If you see them, report them, um, and just my apologies for really dodgy crap happening in social media. All right, uh, that's my quick announcement. Maybe one other really quick announcement. Big free challenge is happening, finally. If you've been hanging out for a little bit, you hear me talk about, we're gonna be doing a big free challenge. We're doing a rewilding challenge. We're going into the mysteries. Let's do this thing. It's gonna be four days of workshops, four days of hanging out in our Facebook group, four days of lives, four days of like free deep diving workshops. And finally, the time has come. Uh, doors are open for you to sign up. There's a bonus workshop that you get immediately upon signing up. I can't say what it is exactly we're going to be opening the doors to, but it is the mysteries. That's all I know, and we'll see what happens. I know it has a little bit to do with union, um, sacred union. I know it has a little bit to do with reclamation of the feminine, also with evolution of the masculine. Um, if you listen to our last podcast episode on evolving masculine, you will have heard me talk about this challenge. All right, that's enough of this intro stuff. Let's talk astrology. Okay, so, oh, by the way, one other thing before we go into the astrology. This thing on my forehead, <laughs> I just wanna talk about it. Everyone's asking me like, hey, what the heck happened? I got hit by a tree. Actually, I ran into a tree um, while hiking out back. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. Anyways, okay, so let's, uh, let's finally dive into this astrology. First and foremost, this new moon. So a new moon means that the sun and the moon are together. They're in Libra and they're falling at two degrees Libra. That is where the super galactic center is. This is an extremely mystical point in the Zodiac. It is a black hole. <laughs> it, um, within it um, are 30 galaxies, so if we're in the Milky Way, there are 29 other galaxies that are associated with this black hole. So there's the galactic center. Now the galactic center would be associated with our Milky Way galaxy. The super galactic center is associated with our Milky Way galaxy plus 29 others. This is, this is huge. It's big. To me, um, there's a beautiful article, we'll link it below. Um, we'll also be sharing more stuff around this in uh, our Facebook group. We'll link that below, that's totally free to join. And for those of you who are in Bones, where we work together live every month, we're gonna be walking into this energy. It's too good to pass up. Um, if you're not in Bones, but you wanna do this workshop, there's details below on how you can jump into this workshop and really walk into in an embodied, um, experiential way what this super galactic center has for you. So here's my feel on it. Um, 
it's funny the equinox just popped into my head i'm just going to roll with this so sorry if it's a little bit all over the place um the equinox happens just before this new moon so the equinox is when the sun moves into libra and it's when it is equal daylight and equal night light <laughs> um, equal nighttime so it's an equilibrium a balance point can you feel that um, when we come into the equinox and we come into Libra, Libra, the symbol of Libra is the scales, it's balance, it's harmony. So this is kind of an overarching energy for this whole lunar cycle. So just feel into, okay, rebalancing, um, harmony in many, many different aspects. So you could think rebalancing between work and play. You could think rebalancing between self and other. You could think rebalancing between internal, external. My inner world, my outer world. Rebalancing between my masculine and my feminine. Rebalancing. So that's something that you could dive into. I'll maybe call that practice one or ritual one that you could do during this new moon or the equinox. I think this video will come out like right around the equinox. Maybe the day of or the day after. Doesn't matter, we're right at that balance point. Um, so that's something that you could do is just really feel into, okay, if I were going to feel into like a rebalancing of something or some things or some areas of my life, where can I recalibrate, rebalance, kind of bring things into a deeper harmony, like a deeper harmony, a deeper harmony. And I think when I say balance point, I also want to just say it's not 50-50, right? It's not, so my work life, work life. I don't have a work life. I just have a life, right? Like my, my work is my life. My life is my work. Um, but if people were to say like, Sabrina, what is like play time or recreation time or time when you're not um, in this space or this energy or thinking about this, like what would that be? Like 50-50? No, it would be like 90-10, but that's my balance, right? That's, that's what's true harmony for me. And so just to put that kind of little uh, caveat out there to really let it be your own unique um, percentage, your own unique balancing of the scales. Like what is that, right? Self versus other. Some of us, we're very externally other oriented and that's just so nurturing for us and so true and that's our wiring. Some of us, we're, we're very introverted and we really need a lot of like hermit, quiet alone time right and and that's so so really honoring like we're also in a retrograde period where there are i think six planets are retrograde here mercury jupiter saturn neptune uranus pluto all retrograde all retrograde right that's retrograde energy so we're in this like recalibration rebalancing and all of these planets are retrograde so it's giving us a way to those are all the rewords right like refocus, um, <laughs> redirect, reimagine, rethink. So it's such a good time to give ourselves almost the opportunity to go bird's eye view, right? To go bird's eye view and just look down. Um, you know, where do I want to revision things or rethink things or recalibrate things? And rebalance, I would say, is the primary word in this particular new moon energy in this lunar cycle, really, with Libra there, rebalance. All right, now I know I said we're on a mystical point, so we're on this super galactic center, and I kind of creaked the door open to this, this big, beautiful thing. Um, 
I'll share a quick personal story about it. I haven't worked with the Super Galactic Center, at least not that I can remember. Um, worked with the Galactic Center, but not so much the Super Galactic Center. Worked with some other, you know, like more esoteric, um, more mystical or more mysterious astrological points in a very embodied experiential way. That's that's how I operate. Like it, it comes alive in my body and then somehow uh, try to find words or somehow open up the energetics for us in these conversations and more so for us in workshops, right? When we get the opportunity to dive deeper and it's really an experiential journey that we're going for it. Um, so yesterday I tapped into the Super Galactic Center um, when I was kind of preparing for this conversation and it wiped me out. Now that's my own personal response to kind of my own like almost initiation into this energetic point. But what I want to share here is that this is a void point. It's a black hole void, void meaning nothingness, darkness, um, um, uh, no mind, no emotion, uh, no thought, no feel, no nothing. That's, that's really kind of the first little, um, they call it the cosmic vacuum cleaner. Like that's how it's been referred to as like a cosmic vacuum cleaner. Uh, now, let me just feel as I'm kind of feeling into uh, what to share here in this conversation. What I found were gifts in the super galactic center. And again, the new moon falls on this, on this point, the sun and the moon fall on this point. Um, what I found is that under the darkness is a, uh, let me feel, let me feel, let me feel. I want to get my words so right for you all. Um, under this darkness is a revelatory, will not be denied. true nature of life. So within this supergalactic center, it's like the mysteries, the like high level mysteries of life can be accessed there. Can be, I'm not saying they're held there, but I'm saying that this is a doorway and a portal into um, some of these really deep mysteries around life. Uh, I'm really excited for this bone circle on the first because I don't know what we're going to explore. I just know we're going to walk into that and see what the gifts are um, and how that really supports everything that we do in that circle is in support of, and this conversation too, is in support of your highest expression of self, your soul's evolution, your highest good. It's always in service. Everything that we do is in service to your highest good, in service to your highest good, in service to your highest good, right? Your, your high self, your true self, your full self, your soul self. And so really allowing this super galactic center to support the highest unfolding of you, the highest unfolding of you. Now, <laughs> in the cosmic vacuum, that it is, it can also bring you into a place of nothingness, which may feel uncomfortable. 
in order to recreate, remember these rewords, recreate, reimagine, rebalance, in order to recreate, um, in order to recreate like life as you know it, it's, it's such, it is such a mystical point and I'm not going to hang out here for too much longer. I'll kind of just leave the door open. Come join us in Bones, right? Come and do that workshop with us. It happens on the first of the month, first of October. Um, we're going to go right into this energy. It'll still be very much active, very much um, alive and awake. And so we'll work with that energy um, on the first. But let me feel just if there's anything else to share here. Yeah, this point. Um, held within this supergalactic point is also the mysterious nature of soulmates, of soulmates. So you better believe we're going to be working with this on the first in that workshop. Soulmates, but, but from a very high mystical point. So soulmates, soulmates are not necessarily to um, call someone in so that you can find wholeness in another this is a higher more mystical truth where it takes you to that mystical madness right to this high vantage point of just real esoteric truths where soulmates come into our lives to uh, show us wholeness to show us soul self to show us that all of that connection that we long for in relationship, in intimacy, in friendships, in communities, all of those things that we long for, that is a doorway into the creation of that in ourselves. Yeah, I know. If you would have told me that like five years ago, I would have been like, fuck that, right? I don't, I want to have this, fairy tale fanciful um I, I want I want this like I want this I, I want to play this out I, I want to play out relationships I want to play out you complete me you're my twin flame you're my soulmate I want to play that out right um it was one of the hardest things um, that I've ever evolved through, that I've ever, and I'm not saying I'm done by any means, that I've ever grown through at least to the point where I'm at now is a place I've never experienced around relationship to other um, and everything outside in relationship, in intimacy, in love and connection is, is also here um, and is not dependent on other. I know. Ugh. You're like, okay, I definitely do not want to work in the SCG if I'm going to have to mature that much. Um, for those of you who have rewilding your relationships, this is still, I know I've been saying this, this is still a really, really good time to go into that. For those of you who maybe you want to dive into a workshop, rewilding your relationships is closed for now. Who knows when we'll open it again. Reunion is available. So re the reunion experience that's available on sabrinalynn.com, that's a seven-part workshop series. That would be very powerful around this moment in time with this harmony, this balancing of the energies, um, this <laughs> soulmate work from a very, very high mystical standpoint. Okay, I want to park that and leave that there. Stuff gets crazier around relationships. Are you ready for it? So... In Libra, 
right? That's where this new moon's taking place, Libra, harmony, balance. Um, Libra, you can also like peace. It's, it's like keeping the peace. It's also relationship. Like there's, there's real beauty in relationship in Libra. Um, okay, so feeling into this Libra energy, it's the sun, it's the moon, it's Mercury, and it's Venus, all hanging out in Libra. So there's a stellium there in Libra right, on this super galactic center. Like, this is just it's so good. So that's all happening there. Opposite, opposite that is Jupiter. So opposing the sun and the moon, so Jupiter's like directly opposite, maybe a degree, I don't even think he's a degree off, I don't have the chart in front of me, but directly opposite is Jupiter um, of the sun and the moon. So Jupiter is expansive. Jupiter is expansive. Jupiter um, is grace. It's like a grace bomb, an expansion, like a more, 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 more kind of an energy. So we've got, we've just got this, um, it's like adding fuel to the fire already, right? On the super galactic center, it's right with relationships and soulmates and Libran energy and relationship energy and Venus there, and Mercury there, which is the mind. So the mind can like comprehend it and the mind is focused in on this like love, relationship, soulmate, Libran balance, harmony, and Jupiter's adding fuel to the fire. Now it gets better. It gets better. Neptune is opposing Venus. So if Jupiter's opposing the sun and the moon, Neptune is opposing uh, Venus and Mercury, right? So now what does that add to the mix? That adds higher heart. That adds higher heart. It adds, um, let me feel for a moment. I wanna, I wanna get my words right again. It adds this uh, real capacity to, um, like enchantment. And there's a, there's a flip side to this, but as long as we can be aware of it, right, we can really um, feel the grace in this new moon. This is a, a, a graceful new, new moon. It's a mystical new moon. It's a very um, dreamy new moon. So Neptune brings dreams alive. Neptune allows us to don't take this the wrong way, because it can be really, really beautiful, but we just have to set that intention to live fairy tales, to feel the fairy tale. Like life can become so good. Life can just be like, we literally see life through this lens of, of mystical goodness, of magic, of fairy tales, of, oh my God, love is this great. Um, and we're like, we're finding ourselves like, and Mercury's there. So we're finding ourselves, we're like writing love poetry and we're writing love letters to the people that we know. And we're, you know, we're like creating art. It's very much like create, it's like an art. It's an art moon, right? It's so, so this is all happening, right? And then, so let me just bring us back for a second, right? So it's this like activating the fairy tale, activating, like activating the, the delusional side of our little selves, our egoical selves that want relationship to be something that fills our little human egoical selves while the new moon is on this SCG point, the supergalactic center, which is saying soulmates are 
not what you think they are. <laughs> These fairy tales are not what you think they are. It's actually all inside of you. It's, it's actually the soulmate is you, the soul retrieval, it's soul self, it's soul mating within, right? It's, 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 it's this is so good. This is just, it's so good. It's so good. Um, I'm loving the, the like dualistic nature of this new moon, but to me, we've got such a capacity in this, in this moon to one, receive. It's a new moon to really, my sense, this is just my sense and looking at the astrology and feeling into what's to come at the end of October, like it's gonna get dicey. You know, we've got some intense stuff coming up, um, moving through. And this new moon is a time for us to really like recharge, um, rejuvenate, to just allow ourselves to be in the magic Right, for those of us who, um, hold on a second, uh, I don't wanna say that. For all of us, for every single one of us, it's just a time to be in love, to fall in love, to be in love. And it doesn't have to be with another person. It might be falling in love with yourself. It might be being in love with your dog. It might be being in love with, with nature, but to really just allow ourselves to love, like love, love. I just, I love love or to love life, or to love a human, to love our babies, to love our animals, to just to love, right? And to let ourselves be nourished by that. Let ourselves be nourished by that. Also, to let ourselves almost walk through that door of love into a deeper understanding of love. Should you choose that path, right? Should you choose that path of like, what is a more mystical level of love? We talk about higher heart with Neptune, right? It takes you out of lower heart into higher heart. That's that. Taking us to a higher love, a higher expression of soulmate, a higher understanding of it, a more mystical viewpoint, a more spiritual viewpoint, a more conscious, a more aware, um, a more multi-faceted understanding of of soulmate of union of coming together it could be union with the divine it could be union um, of two hearts it could be union of masculine and feminine to create a child right it could many many different things um, I feel like this is going to be like the best weekend ever, at least for me, right? It's going to be very ceremonial, very ritual, um, for me, very much in my feminine, like very flowy. You feel for what would serve you and what feels true for you, but very flowy, very, um, a lot of space and a lot of time to like read, to write, to pull oracle cards, to dream, to dream with another, to make love, to be out in nature, to uh, just like flow, like that, that real flowy essence, right? Like what's calling me now? What's calling me now? What's singing to me now? What's, I, I like to talk about, or use this phrase of shamanic, can I walk through the world with my shamanic eyes open? So can we, and, and shamanic feels too harsh, for this, for this energy, my mystic eyes. Let's use the word mystic eyes. That feels like it resonates more like 
honors the energy of what this is. Can I have my mystic eyes open, right? Where I'm seeing the world from a mystic standpoint. The veils are like so thin they're non-existent, but we still have to set that intention. We still have to, you know, shift our perspective to that. So for me, this would be the greatest gift of this new moon. Let me give you a little bit more. Um, so holding all of that that we just spoke about, and let me share just a little bit more because I want to kind of give us a full picture of this. Um, Pluto and Kali. Pluto and Kali, they are dark god, dark goddess, dark masculine, dark feminine. They demand depth. They demand depth. They demand that we look at the more hidden sides of our psyches, the more hidden sides of our... Um, our soul self, they demand that we, you know, we, we, that's the, what the dark is. It's the more hidden aspects of self, of, of self. They are trining, which is a very good aspect. It's a very sweet aspect. They're trining Venus and Mercury during this new moon. So this to me, and if you think it's Venus and Mercury, right? It's, it's Venus and Mercury that they're trining. Um, and Venus and Mercury is, is, is love with the mind in retrograde, right? So the mind is, is, is <laughs> thinking inward is all the rewords, right? Like recalibrating, reorganizing, reimagining, recreating, right? So the mind is doing that with love, with Venus, goddess of love. Like what is it in desire? So what is it that we are desiring? What is it that my heart is longing for? So in this big mystical dreaming and really opening our mystic eyes to like, how do we, how do we follow the threads? I would invite there to be some depth to it. Like, what can I do? Do I need to pull oracle cards to bring in some depth? Do I need to meditate to bring in some depth? Do I need to have a conversation with a friend that it's just my like deep friend, right? The one that always takes me deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into my psyche because that, that can be revealed at this time. They're very revelatory. Pluto and Kali and together on a new moon, very, very revelatory revealing. Um, let me feel for a moment. I'm just feeling into all of this mysticism and the SCG and, um, revealing what it is that would truly ignite our heart, revealing what it is that would truly light, light our soul on fire, light our hearts on fire, what it is that would truly bring us fulfillment, would truly bring us into a state of joy, of love, of, you know, where like the giving is the receiving of love. The, there's an open flow of love, right? And, and sometimes... <laughs> It's, we, we must have those deeper yearnings, which we've sometimes suppressed or we've blocked or we've denied. For instance, um, um, let me feel for a moment, something that would be a really tangible example. Um, sometimes, okay, let's just use, um, let's use coming out of the closet and around our sexuality in whatever way. Right? Let's just say that our true essence, our, 
how we want to, what feels truest to us and how we want to express love, how we want to explore intimacy in this particular lifetime. Let's just say it's outside of the norm, the sexual norm. And so this is a moment where like Pluto and Kali are like, just tell us your truth. And so some of this can be challenging, but it's like you won't achieve or be able to create or step into or even receive what you truly most deeply desire without their assistance, without you know, like coming out of the closet. Like, think about that. The closet, it's in the dark. This is Kali and Pluto. In the dark, what's hidden? So if you're up for doing some deep diving work, right? I know I'm talking all mystical and like, this is just such a time to rejuvenate, but you may be called into the depths. I know I'm a depths kind of girl, right? And so like, I want to swim there. I want to swim there and go like, what have I not seen yet? You know, like, what have I not seen yet around love potential? What have I not seen yet around like awakening even more of my Venusian Aphrodite? Aphrodite, there is a really high power gift in Aphrodite and it's the gift of alchemization through love. You can legit alchemize any energy through love. That's part of Aphrodite's high, high, high expression, very mystical expression of that archetypal energy is this really powerful alchemization and you've probably witnessed it in some example of your life where someone has like loved something out of you or you've loved something so much that the thing in them healed or you've seen someone love something so much that the thing just healed or it shifted you know alchemizing it's turning lead to gold right turning lead to gold and you become the alchemist but feeling into this high <laughs> your highest and it's unique to you, right? That's what Kali and, and Pluto really gift us with. They're like, it doesn't matter what, they have unconditional love. They love the unlovable. They love the parts of us that we think are shameful, right? Or think my family will never accept that. My family will never accept this sexual expression. My family will never accept that I have you know, four, four partners, right? I can't, I can't even accept that in myself. Pluto and Kali, they don't care. They don't care. They don't care, they don't buy in, they're wild. That's wild man and wild woman, right? We, 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 I'm not gonna go down that track. Um, they have not bought into societal norms. They support your full acceptance of self, your full expression of self, no matter how outside of the box that looks, no matter how socially unacceptable we think it is in society they will push and so them being in a trine that's a beautiful expression of dig deep like dig deep what is it that really fills my heart do i am i in love with a man and a woman am i in love with four women am i sexual with one being but in a loving relationship raising my children with another being but that's not a sexual relationship and i i know i'm i I know I'm like leaning so heavily into relationship and sexuality because it's such a tangible example, but this goes way beyond it. It's, it's also um, love, uh, let me feel, let me feel, let me feel. Um, for me, I love nature. Like it is not a nice to have for me. It's a, that makes me blossom. 
And to own that being in nature, having deep connection with nature, being in the wild, natural world is just my heart's desire. It is essential for my full blossoming. For me, for, for, for me, right? It is, it is so fulfilling. It brings me so much joy. It heals me in ways I can't even begin to express, right? And that's just my unique blueprint. That's my unique blueprint, but can sometimes be hidden from ourselves. We can hide that or um, try to override. That's another way of kind of getting deeper into this territory. What natural desires have you overridden? Now I could live without nature for sure. I could do great work in the world for sure. I could love really big without it, but does it make it, is it more supportive? Do I love more? Do I, everything influences everything, everything, right? The, where I live, the land I live on, the air I breathe, the water I drink, the humans that are in my life, everything influences everybody all of the time. We are so interconnected and we, <laughs> we are not conscious of how influenced we are by the energetics around us. And so this is a moment in time where we can, as we step into a new chapter, new moon, new chapter, all of this retrograding stuff, like we're starting to really see things that we maybe weren't able to see, especially with Mercury retrograde. That's like the mind, right? That's the mind going backwards. By the way, Mercury just moved into Virgo. So that's um, highlighting now our service, our service to the world, right? So Mercury goes from Libra into Virgo in the retrograde path and then we'll obviously come back but it's like self and other self and other so that's just a little tiny uh, I don't know thing I just wanted to drop in on this conversation um, but in this new moon as we're creating this new chapter this new chapter what is it that really lights you up and and if it comes with some shame that's okay turn it over right it comes with shame or it comes with fear oh my god if I step into this, I'm going to lose my friends. Oh my God, if I speak this truth to my partner, I might lose my partner, right? Just turn it over. Any of the little fears that come up, you just turn it over. Throw it into the fucking super galactic center. Seriously, right? That is a grace vacuum that will just suck out any kind of fear, right? Meditate on that. Turn it over. You can call in the angels or you can call in your guides or, you know, the blue flame, whatever, but just turn it over. Turn it. It's an alchemizing new moon. And so if you uncover or excavate something that you're deeply desiring but there's some fear around it okay that's great just go like holy moly i'm so scared to have three boyfriends right or whatever it is like okay i'm just gonna sit with that instead of like talking it back down or going like oh no right just let it come up and go like all right i'm gonna turn this over i'm gonna turn over the fear I'm going to turn over the shame that comes with this. I'm going to turn over the, the, whatever my brain is doing. Oh my God, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. Most of it's probably not going to happen, right? Like 99% of worries never actually come to fruition, but that's okay. They're, they're real for us in the moment, but we just like lovingly turn them over. Okay. Let this alchemize, let this alchemize, let this alchemize, let this alchemize, let this alchemize. Um, <laughs> my sense is we're going to do some of that in that bones circle on the first. So again, if you're like, this sounds great, Sabrina, but I really need some guidance. It's totally, we'll guide, we'll, we'll be guided right into that space, right? Like I will talk us right in there. We will open doors and we will go into this place. And, um, yeah, uh, 
Oh, yeah, I'm just excited for that. Uh, sorry, I pause because I just start to feel, um, wow, to really go into this territory. And to me, that's part of what soulmate is, right? Soulmate is not just a human, but it's what are our deepest desires? What are our deepest desires and how does that take us to who we truly are? So if I had to wrap up that whole thing and I'll kind of leave it on this for us is... <laughs> um, uh, soulmate as <laughs> what is my soul craving my soul longing for right and we can go through the heart at this moment in time we go through the heart we go through like the love um, and we we allow whatever it is that's deeper to bubble up to bubble up to bubble up I'll I'll weave this piece into because this is one last piece happening in the astrology right now is that Jupiter is splitting is in a half square so remember Jupiter's opposite the Sun and the moon Jupiter is in a half square, so splitting between Saturn and Uranus. Now, we've talked about Saturn and Uranus um, forever. Um, it's coming to its kind of final. They don't peak exactly, but they come to the same degree, right? They're very close to being in a perfect square to each other, right? This is all the challenging stuff, the new versus the old stuff that we talked about all of last year. This year, this is kind of happening. So Jupiter is in between those two lighting things up, lighting up that square. New versus old, new versus old. So let me talk about this. I'll, I'll translate this so you're like, oh my God, where's this going, Sabrina? But let me translate it into this. So Jupiter being opposite the new moon, and right? The moon and the sun are conjunct on a new moon. So Jupiter there um, is saying, I wrote these words down. Um, okay, here's what it is. As we excavate all of this, right? We, we excavate, we open to um, our, our deeper desires, our, our, bi our bigger dreams. We open up to more mystical visioning, right? The, the mystical eyes are open. We really let ourselves go for it. Um, we really feel into what are our soul mates? What are our soul callings, our soul longings, our soul places, our soul friends, our soul lovers, our soul da 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 all with the knowing that that's part of our evolution. That's part of those things, those people, those places, those things, those jobs, those careers, those experiences, they show up to, to help us evolve, right? It's to give us our soul experience. It's the soul journey. That's what soul mates are, all of those things. And so really letting the Super Galactic Center highlight that for us. But then um, with this being split, going, okay, what do I need to do so that the dream isn't just a dream? This is the, the grounding of it, the embodiment of it. This is where Saturn, this is where Saturn really, the high side of Saturn really comes in because it's like, that's great, you mystical fairy tale dreamer. Like, cool, let's put it into play, right? Like, let's now, after we do the releasing the shame, releasing the pain, turning it over, like, oh my God, I'm scared to step into that. Oh my God, like, do I really desire that? Oh my God, blah. right? Like, so have a process with that. Really honor that. This is such a good alchemizing time to release any of that stuff that comes up when we can really own our deeper desires. By the way, you probably right now already know deeper desires. There are probably some sitting in your mind and you keep denying them. I don't say that to be mean. I say that to just give us a light, like a torch. So just like grab the torch and be like, what have I been thinking as Sabrina's been talking? Because it's not like we have to go on some huge, big retreat weekend to find them. They're there. They're right there. It's literally right here. 
It's the thing that you've already been working on. It's the thing you've already been thinking about, the thing you've already been dreaming about, the thing you've already gone like, well, what if? Or, oh my gosh, how about, right? But, but we keep stuffing it down. So, so that, that's an opportunity to really um, <laughs> own it, I guess we could say, own it. Um, let me just feel for a moment. For me, I'll share an example. I'll give you just raw, vulnerable example in the moment. For me, uh, what's arising in this, what is one of my soulmates? One of my soulmates right now, one of my deeper desires, what Pluto and Kali are really bringing up to the surface for me um, is, <laughs> hold on a second, uh, is uh, a new body of work. It's a new body of work. And around that, when that's come up, for me, how that has shown up is it's stepping into a new body of work and the thoughts and the fears are, who am I to do that? Am I good enough? Am I worthy enough to do that? So it's not so much um, the shame around this desire, this soul calling, soulmate, like it's a soulmate for me, for sure. This new body of work, it's a soulmate. Um, it's a worthiness for me. And so this new moon, what I will do for sure, and already it's happening, is, um, and I've been talking about it, right? So if you were on the last podcast, you'll know exactly what topic I'm talking about. You know exactly what new body work this is. Just go look for the last episode that just came out, the live we did over the weekend. That's the new body. You'll watch me cry, right? Because that's how deep of a soulmate it is for me, a soul calling it is for me. But you can also, you'll feel into, I mean, it's such a perfect example. Just go watch it. It's, you'll see masculine evolution. That's the one. Go, go watch it. Like, it's, it's such a good example of, um, of this moment in time and what's possible for us. What's possible for us. So allowing the alchemization to happen, like turning it over, all of the, the self-worth stuff. Who am I to step into that? Who, who the fuck am I to step into masculine? To, to step into that, right? Like that's just my, this is my soul path. It's part of my soul path. It's part of my, my own big, beautiful, wild, weird journey as a human, right? Um, but then, and even now, like in, this is now for me, this Saturn Uranus now is revolution, Uranus, revolution, new. So this is new, bringing in the new, this is new work, this challenge that's coming up, the, the free thing that I spoke about at the start, the challenge, we're definitely going into the new. We're going so far into the new that I don't even know what's coming, right? You can totally sign up for it, invite your friends, invite your family, invite your loved ones, invite whoever, it's open to anyone and everyone. It's gonna happen in October, it's four days. You'll find the link below and probably above too um, in the video somewhere. Um, but, um, but feeling into, uh, this, how do I bring this in? <clears throat> what are the physical, tangible steps that I have to take so that I'm not just dreaming about it? I'm not just like hearing the soulmate calling. I'm not just tapping into the desire that's been there for a while. Cause I have to be honest, it's been there for a while, but now is the time for me. Now is the time. And so really owning, you know, what do I need to do so that the dream isn't just a dream? Just feel into that. What do you need to do so that the dream isn't just a dream, right? And it's what kind of work do you have to put in? This is Saturn coming around 
And to me, this, this new moon is a great time to just dream, to let it all come up, to alchemize it, to alchemize it, to, right? But then right after that, it's like, all right, I don't want to waste time. I don't want to lose what has come up. I don't want to lose the momentum I've gained, right? I want to, I want to bring in some grounding. I want to bring in some masculine, right? Some masculine, some Saturn energy, some Mars warrior, right? I'm going to fight for this. Saturn, I'm going to ground this. I'm going to earth it. I'm going to create the structures for it. I'm going to bring this in. I'm going to bring this in. I'm going to make this manifest in the physical world. Yeah. So just that. So just that. So just bringing in your deepest desires, calling in your soul mates, whether they be people, places, things, events, careers, creations, whatever, but really calling them in. Um, Super excited for this new moon. I hope to hang out with you in the workshop in Bones um, on the first of the month. I, I would love to continue this journey and experientially walk into this territory with you. That's down below to join there. Would love to share the challenge with you that's coming. The, <laughs> the, we're calling it the rewilding experience. We've changed the name to, it was actually you all in our community who voted on that and said, no, it's, a, it's an experience. Like that's what this is. That's what rewilding is. That's what you do, Sabrina. It's a experience um so four days of a rewilding experience it's an online retreat it's free right it's free like why wouldn't you sign up i would sign up for it i want to sign up for it um so yeah um just so much love and a lot of new moon blessings really um just a lot of encouragement to take to just go so fully into this one because it's it's the grace we're going to need for what's coming is how it feels for me Right? It's the grace we're going to need for what's coming. It's the rejuvenation. It's the magic we're going to need for what we're headed into. It's the revelation and the truth we're going to need to open up to soul callings, to open up to you know soulmates um, for what's coming. All right. So much love to you. I will see you when I see you, where I see you, and how I see you. Mwah.